Hey guys, welcome to Scream Beans. This is episode 55. We're your hosts, Carolyn Chillick. <laughs> Jerry Wilson. I, I paused for effect on that. <laughs> okay. I thought you were just trying to figure out what your name was. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that too. <laughs> anyway, today we are talking apes and a planet full of apes. But also wanted to kind of point out that this weekend is Comic-Con and our very own Mercedes is going to be there, and she's going to be um, handing out buttons. we got a bunch of little buttons with our logo and stuff on there, and uh, all you have to do, I know it's not that big of a place, so uh, all you have to do <laughs> is look for the bright orange Screen Beans t-shirt and uh, grab a button. So uh, we're kind of excited about that, and um, you know, also excited about what we're going to be finding out at Comic-Con this Next weekend, you know, we had a, oh. like a, we found out some cool news this weekend from the Disney Expo, mm-hmm. you know, with Avengers and uh, Star Wars. But I mean, it's just going to keep on going this weekend with mm-hmm. more cool news. So, Jerry, is there any other news this week? No, not worth talking about. <laughs> well, cool. <laughs> well, then let's uh get down to business. Is that monkey business? Monkey business. <laughs> <laughs> Warning. This podcast contains spoilers. Enter at your own risk. Okie doke. So, we saw War for the Planet of the Apes this weekend. And they had their little... At the beginning of it, they made sure you knew what happened before. Because they did the rise. Mm-hmm. You know, their little type at the bottom of the screen. And they had... Then Dawn. Just trying to fill you in on, on you know, in, in case you did not watch the first two, which you did not. I have not seen either one. So I gave you a little a little taste of what happened. Just yeah. Just kind of wrapping some things up. Mm-hmm. Let you know where, where we got. Yeah. Where we are. How we got mm-hmm. there. So it starts off. You know, it's and they, and they kind of give you where they are right now too. So this is which I, I still think that it should have been called Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and then Rise of the Planet of the Apes. I feel like it's backwards. Well, and plus this being war for the Planet of the Apes, there wasn't much war. I mean, there wasn't much fighting. I mean, it seemed like it was. A lot of buildup. You mean you you go into a movie pretty, that you had like you had two, two scenes and it was kind of booked in the movie. Yeah, and the first and they both were super super quick. Like there was not much to them. The first one would probably say it was even more because. So basically, you have the Woody Harrelson team mm-hmm. or whatever. They're fighting the apes, and they they're all all this colony of apes is in this wooded area. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing like. Is it the like redwood forest kind of like maybe northern California or something like that? I think. But yeah, I like how the 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 soldiers are outgunned by apes with spears Sticks. and bows. Mm-hmm. Well, some of those monkeys have guns. Some of them, but not all of them have guns. Yeah, but you know they have the high ground, and mm-hmm. you know it's their home home court advantage and stuff like that. So. You have, you know, the fight. The apes, you know, you think the humans are going to get it. But then the apes come back and pretty much 
Maybe they, just, they, maybe they just outnumbered them. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Outnumbered them, high ground, and they launched all the all those arrows and kind of just big like, arrows yeah. and spears. And that's okay. So they end up capturing. You know, they have so the humans have like donkey monkeys. So I guess it was. <laughs> yes. Was okay. It, was it Cuba? Cuba, because since since you didn't watch the first or the second one, in the second one. There was kind of a civil war-ish thing between the apes with Caesar and um, Cuba, who he pretty much started this war with the humans, mm-hmm. thinking that he should have been the leader of the apes and, and all this. Well, he starts this war. He ends up dying in in the second one because Caesar kills him. And then all of his followers now, I guess, have shifted to the human side of this fight knowing that if they stay with the apes and Caesar and all of them that Caesar will discipline them slash kill them for what they for what they did so now they're helping the humans against them but the humans typical are treating them like complete shit and yeah, trash they're basically it, slaves and yeah. you know they're the donkeys so they carry all the sh- crap and they mm-hmm. you know they just order them around and but it's Which, like what if you are all about killing the humans why, I, and, why are you helping them and that's what and i don't what understand do you think's gonna happen to you the humans hate all monkeys and then they pretty much said it and when caesar had that one meeting with the colonel which was played by woody harrelson he pretty much said you guys carry this carry this disease that is you know making us Nonverbal, right? And who knows? And who knows from there what else happens? Is it going to is it going to make humans stupid? Because it used to kill the humans, but now supposedly it's mutated. There's this is part of the movie that they didn't even really get into, other than kind of what I'm talking about, where that this disease that made the apes smart killed humans, and that's kind of where we got to this point Mm -hmm. well now it's mutated into now if the humans get it they become non-speaking people but do they also get dumb does their intelligence disappear Uh, they don't they never they seems like they've been killing them before they even really know Mm -hmm. i mean they talk about his son getting it and becoming more primitive Mm mm-hmm and it's like, but when, when he's in this, when he's in his office talking to Caesar about this, and they have one of the donkeys that's on their side, who was Kubo's, you know, on his side, he's sitting here listening to what Woody Harrelson's saying about, you know, we're pretty much need to kill all of you guys because if we don't, this disease is going to spread, and we're, you know, going to be you guys, yeah, you know, twenty years ago, right? So it's. You're right there. You pretty much heard. I know. From- I just don't feel like, yeah, you're not going to survive this no matter what. I would rather at least be on the monkey side because mm-hmm. Caesar, he might discipline you. But if you show remorse or if you show that you want to change, I mean, he's shown like he, you mm-hmm. know, he, you know, let some of the humans go to prove that he doesn't want to, you know be part of this yeah I mean, he just like he he just wants I to be rather take, left alone taking my chances with the apes rather than the humans because they're gonna kill me they're gonna 
the humans are just going to use you till there's no more use, mm-hmm. and then then they'll kill you. But I, I, this movie, it just makes you know. Anytime you have this kind of movie, they they want you to feel sentiment towards the apes. You know, they're human emotions. I get it. I just never. I just don't feel a connection with the apes, and that's. No, and I, I don't either, but then I'm not... And then plus they make all the humans, you know, senseless, kill, mm-hmm. shoot first, ask questions later, and then the apes are the ones that want to negotiate and do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's not one human left that has compassion. There's no human left that has a conscience. There's no human left that, you know, is there to to, to debate I mean, no. There's in this make, in this movie. There, there's, there's none. And then on top of that, there, from what we saw, there was only two females in the whole movie. Right. Maybe three, and I say maybe three because I think maybe one of the people who was shot, and when they took the the mask off, I think she could have been. Oh yeah, I bet you. Female. I think there was a. I think you're but right. But then there was another soldier who was a female, and then there was the little girl, the the non-verbal girl. Right. And then that's it. The rest of it was just dudes. Right. And yeah, I mean, and, and there's there nobody be- that wanted to actually try to work things out or was trying to say, "Hey, stop doing this thing." And then you find out that that there's Woody Harrelson's army, and then there's another army who I guess doesn't like how he's doing things. Yeah. Like he's like, which I don't know. It's like, and supposedly this other army has people who are trying to figure out a cure or a way to fix this disease Mm -hmm. thing. But yet at the same time, at the end of the movie where that military overtakes Woody and his group, and they see Caesar standing there, and they all start to raise their guns at him. It's like, so you're really no better than... Well, no, because Woody <laughs> Harrelson it's says, like, the only thing they fear more than me are the apes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they hate the apes just as much. They're just trying to do it a different way than the way that Woody Harrelson's doing yeah, it. Yeah, because he was... Because well, he was once killing. You, once you get the disease, he kills you. Mm-hmm. And even if you didn't get the disease, if you didn't follow his orders as to kill somebody who has the disease, he was killing those people as well. Right. So I think it was just his methods they didn't agree with. Mm-hmm. But his overall, with the apes, the war and all that kind of stuff, I think that they still feel the same way towards the apes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, I wouldn't say that, you know... I, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of Planet of the Apes movies. I wouldn't even say I'm a fan of mm-hmm. Planet of the Apes movie. It's like I I didn't really get or like the original ones with Charlton Heston. I didn't I, I could really care less about that. And then obviously the flop of Mark Wahlberg's Yeah. <laughs> try to reboot the whole thing and then this whole trilogy of things. It's I'm just kind of like, yeah, okay. It's 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 a movie that I really don't have any interest in, and I know there's probably people out there that are listening who really enjoy Planet of the Apes, who probably really dug this movie, and it's like, hey, good for you. I'm I'm glad you enjoyed it. Well, the thing is, is that it's not a bad. I mean, it's not a bad movie. No. Like, if you like it, you if you like this stuff, I think more of this movie is more personal taste. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not my type of movie, but. 
with that being said, it was shot beautifully. Mm -hmm. The apes, I mean, looked awesome. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially the gorilla and the orangutan. I mean, those were really awesome looking characters. Yeah, they were well done. It was really cool. you know, the actors who were playing these, you know, apes and stuff. I mean, they did an awesome job. And the cinematography, you know, like all the scenes and stuff, awesome. Mm -hmm. It's just a story I just don't care about. Yeah. So it's like it's a good movie. It's just it's just not my thing. And and, and going into this for me, I, I was more kind of looking at it as <laughs> this is the next director of the, the Batman movies. Mm-hmm. And I just want to see how this looks and feels cuz I saw, you know, I, I've seen the other ones and he did the second one. He didn't do the first one that had James Franco in it, but he he did the second one. And I kind of, it kind of had the, the same kind of cinematography, mm-hmm. which looked really cool, and it was well shot. And this was kind of the same. And I was sitting there kind of watching this, and and you know, because I'm a Batman fan, that's mm-hmm. where I'm at. And I'm thinking, okay, from the looks of this, I can't wait to see his take on Batman. Yeah. So yeah. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I just think that the movie for me, felt really slow. Like, a lot of it was the apes following the humans or trying to find this base. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for it being a war movie, there wasn't much war. There were just just the the, the two big fight scenes. War scenes. And it just kind of just seemed, you know, the story seemed like it dragged a little bit. And it's just like, I'm tired of watching them trying to get you know get the to these monk you know to these mm-hmm. and they go there and somehow the humans had captured all of the other apes well how did they they did they how dumb, did they capture dumb, them? dumb luck well, is what woody said he said just dumb luck we just came up on them and they were just they were just all there yeah but still it seems like they were there too quick i mean you were following this group of people the whole time and the apes were going the opposite direction. So mm-hmm. how did the apes already be quarantined and already seem like they've been there for a while? See, like, it's almost as if, with this movie, if the apes would have just stayed put, even though they'd know, they, I mean, obviously, hindsight, twenty twenty, knowing that, you know, the soldiers and all that know where their hideout is. It's like the colonel and all of his soldiers were leaving to go prepare for battle against this other mm-hmm. army of humans that was coming down. And they just kind of got caught on the road between where the, where, you know, where the apes were going as well. Yeah. So if the apes just would have hung out, stayed there, Woody and his group of guys would have gone up there and there would have been this big human battle. Yeah. Because that right there is going to solve a lot of stuff. So, and it did. And yeah, it did. It yeah, it killed everyone because the big they caused an avalanche that pretty much wiped out the soldiers from the north who came down and won. Mm-hmm. And then they caused this big, huge avalanche that then killed all of them. Yeah. And the the apes survived because they were in the treetops. Yeah, because they could climb trees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. It just seems. <laughs> yeah, I just. I wish, and then the battle scene at the end, which is supposed to be this huge battle. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was basically the coalition from the north blowing them up. It's like you have this half of a wall, 
and you have all these weapons. I know because because the yet, wall was the you know half of the wall was already destroyed, and that's why they had enslaved the the apes to mm-hmm. patch it with you know logs and rocks. Yeah, because <laughs> all it takes is one missile, and it's like your walls. And, and the other people had it looked like what like seven helicopters. Yeah, which they attacked from the side where. Why would you? I guess militarily, I have zero experience. <laughs> yeah. But I would think at this day and age where a lot of humanity is dead and gone and it's very apocalyptic kind mm-hmm. of, and you have like seven helicopters, I would think that those helicopters are very precious. Like why wouldn't, maybe they got a lot more that they didn't use. Maybe, but you you flew all seven of them straight at this stronghold that's built into a mountain. Mm-hmm. You tacked them head on with it. Yeah. So I kind of shook my head. Okay. All right. Well, we just need to have a bunch of missiles and explosions and all that stuff going on. Well, plus it's like, okay, like you said, this is their stronghold. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The little girl can walk straight in through the front door. Nobody notice. And like through the main gate. And then she's talking to their number one. You know, Target. captured captured ape Caesar is. He's talking is to him, there. giving him food, walking cross, crisscross, crisscross to get food from the other caged apes, and then to bring it back over to him. And yeah, and, it's, it, and never it, never got sighted once. Not once, but yet when they had their wide shot, and you see her walking straight down because she's walking through where the the wall is that they're trying to fix mm-hmm. with logs and stones. She walks right through that. Not she's not trying to hide, not staying in the shadows. She's walking straight through it, and the wide shot you see all these other soldiers, just a few of them, because I guess everybody else is sleeping. But there's all these other soldiers on the catwalks walking around. But you don't see a little girl walking right down the middle of the thing, mm-hmm. and then somebody over there talking to Caesar, somebody walking back and forth between Caesar and the other apes. Nobody sees this. Yeah. This is your stronghold. You got to be kidding me. The other the other army from the north, they didn't have to do what they did. They just had to kind of sneak a sneak a few guys in at night and, and blow blow and, up. and blow everybody up. Yeah. So I, so I didn't I I didn't understand that. I thought that was pretty poorly done. And then as as I mean, as funny as I thought Bad Ape was, I thought he was kind of a misfitting piece in this whole movie where he would say some funny things or act in a funny way. And yet, without him in there, it felt like this movie was supposed to be serious by the way all of the moments with the... Paired up with the music. Like very tense. And-, and very tense. And so you took it as this is supposed to be a serious movie. And Caesar is the star of this. And like you said earlier, they're trying to make you feel for the apes and get on the the apes side. But then you throw in this guy who kind of, you know, cracks jokes and is funny. Which I, I laughed and giggled. I just didn't well, I think that, know if it really. I mean, I don't feel. I think that you do need some relief to a movie like this. I just think he was a little bit over the top, and the and the actor they have they got for Bad Ape is Stephen mm. Zahn, who has a very recognizable voice. Yeah, and I and it's hard for me when you get even like in animated features and stuff like that when you have an actor 
who has a very recognizable voice mm-hmm. and he's playing a character that's not a human all i can i can still see that person and so basically i just kept picturing steven zahn in a monkey suit rather mm-hmm. than just seeing bad ape as a character and it's just i mean it's hard when somebody has a such a recognizable voice mm-hmm. Because it happens a lot of times in animated Disney movies or, you know, some of the Pixar movies when you have, like, some actors who, it's like, you just kind of picture them. And it kind of takes you out of the movie a little bit because you, you know, it's just a, because, like, with Andy Serkis and with Caesar, you, I mean, mm-hmm. he has a different voice for every character. I mean, he can do different voices. So, it's like, you don't hear, you don't see him. He's... Just Caesar, because yeah. his voice is mm-hmm. Caesar's voice. Bad Ape's voice was Stephen Zahn's voice. So, I don't know, it's just kind of hard to get into the moment when you can recognize the actor's voice. And that, that kind of made it hard for me, and that might just be me. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of one thing that kind of stood out with that, too. I, I had that problem with his voice, too. So, and I think, I, I don't mind there being a little bit of a comic relief. I think it was just kind of like... Maybe it just felt a little forced in there. Like, hey, well, guys, we need to lighten this moment up. Mm-hmm. Let's let's do something. Because, I mean, his character was kind of a cool character. You know, not part of the, you know, totally different experience than all the other ones. So, of course, he's going to be different. Mm-hmm. And he was around humans a lot more. So, and just had a different experience with them. And, I don't know. I just think it was a little bit over the top. Are a little bit forced. So that was my only... I mean, I don't mind if there's like some comic... Because I think you need a little bit of it. But it's just kind of like how it's put in there. And I don't know. But I just... I still think that, you know... Them fo- also, like, the apes following the troops on the beach. <laughs> I mean, you uh-huh. could see the troops and the apes at the same time. Does nobody check the six... Uh, yeah, like does nobody does, does nobody watch to see if people follow you? Yeah, I mean, you would think that you that's... could clearly see them if you just had binoculars mm-hmm. and looked behind you. Yeah, I, th- I mean they were on an open beach, so not the apes are follow them in the middle mm-hmm. of the beach. They're not even yeah, they're pretty like, much right in their tire tracks. Yeah, is what they're. I mean they're yeah. not sticking to the edge the, of the, the you know where the woods are and stuff like that. They're yeah they're just I mean following right directly there. behind them. And you should be able, the person in the very back should be able to say, yeah, we're being followed by apes on horses. Yeah. And another thing, how much can a horse carry? Because you had a huge gorilla sitting on a horse. And at one time it was a gorilla and an ape. Right. And then you also had orangutan. And they're running and they're all keeping up with Caesar. Yeah. Who's just... Just to see I mean, like how how many pounds is that gorilla or the orangutan? I mean, alone. 800 pounds or so, you'd think? That, that, that was a big gorilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. But that, those poor horses. I mean, because they were, they, they made the horses look little when they were sitting on them. Mm-hmm. You know, and I kind of, I kind of. kind of jumping on them and doing that kind of stuff. It's like, those horses are like, mm-hmm. they probably, their lifespan of horses Probably like two months. <laughs> and the horses are like, man, remember the good old days when just humans rode us? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the days. 
I used to complain when like a 250 pound person sat on me, but pff, man, do I wish for those now. <laughs> mm. So, uh, I guess I, I don't know what else to say about this movie. I left the movie not really knowing well, plus what to it's say because like, it's not like I, I didn't, I didn't outright hate it like I did with Transformers, mm-hmm. but I didn't love it like I did with Wonder Woman. Oh yeah, definitely. It's like I, I don't know, I don't know how to feel about it because it's it's a movie that I really have no interest in. But it was I didn't mind seeing it, but I doubt if I ever if I ever see it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that with the grades and with our rankings and stuff, of mine at least is going to be based on personal preference mm-hmm. and personal taste in movies. Because, you know, the way we grade in, the way we rank it is, would we, you know, when we, would we see this again? Are we glad we saw in the theater? Da, 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 and all that kind of stuff. Or how would we want to have seen it? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think that's going to be different than like a lot of other people. And some people might disagree with rankings and grades, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's all personal preference. It's all stupid opinions. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is our show. Yeah. Well, and then one other thing I wanted to bring up. So the donkey gorilla at the end, you know, when they're fighting the humans, mm-hmm. you know, are the other, the other group. And this was a, and, okay, I'll you let know, you finish. And, and, you know, they see the apes escaping and then the guy he's helping ends up start shooting the apes instead of shooting the people. Which I thought that was fucking ridiculous on that soldier's part. Right. It's like. Those apes, they're trying to get away. They're they are, they away. are leaving. They have no weapons. They are leaving. Yeah. Meanwhile, you have this other army who l- appears to be much larger than yours coming right at you. And they have guns, missiles, helicopters, and you're shooting at defenseless apes. Well, and plus it just kind of, sh- it's another way it shows how stupid people are. It's like, this is just another example of them just showing stupid people. Mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah, I, and I, I think but, I think that's like, part the, of my problem anyway, with these movies. Like the gorilla sees him shooting at them, and then all of a sudden gets a case of conscience consciousness or not consciousness, like his conscience. Uh-huh. Dude, how many apes have you seen him kill? Mm-hmm. How many apes have you killed? How many apes have you beaten? Why all of a sudden now are you seeing this? And then you see, you know, the other guy attacking Caesar. All of a sudden now, you're on his side. You beat him to a pulp. Which... And it's, and it's like, so then you're going to use the grenade launch. You see what Caesar's trying to do. Uh-huh. You see he's trying to blow up this thing. Yeah, this, you know, tank full of gas. Right. So you have a grenade launcher. And you're standing there. And you point the grenade launcher at the guy... And not the thing he's trying to hit with the grenade. Like, mm-hmm. why don't you just shoot that thing? You know, as soon as you shoot that guy, you're dead. Because. Mm-hmm. So why are you not then shooting him and then taking out everybody else? Or at least the guy who's shooting at the apes. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you just going to do that one thing? Look at Caesar, do a nod, and yeah, that guy a, shoots you in the head. Yeah, have a little shared moment there. Yeah. It's like, if you're going to revolt now, okay... Finally, 
I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're still just going to take out that one guy. You're not going to help Caesar. He's over here wounded with a, you know, arrow to the chest. Arrow, or, which I want to get to that guy. And, and it's like, you're just going to do that one thing. Mm-hmm. You blow that dude to smithereens. You pretty much wasted a grenade or a missile launcher on one dude with a bow and arrow. Everybody else, all these other soldiers, they all have guns. Right. I thought this the whole time, too. And this dipshit has a crossbow from the very beginning and then gets saved by Caesar. Caesar shows him remorse or whatever. Mercy. Let's him go. And yet, he still, at the end of the movie, sticks one in Caesar and then comes up on him and is going to shoot him again. I don't understand. Why do you have that fucking thing? Right. Why do you have a crossbow? Well, Everybody else has guns. Even at the beginning, he's like, I'm out of ammo. And Donkey... Donkey, come here. I need more him. arrows. I was like, really? Really? You're still shooting these things? You're not going to pick up a gun and fire it off? Like, that I can that see, guy deserved to die early on because he was a fucking moron. I mean, I can see crossbow when you're trying to make a far-off kill. And you want it to be quiet? And quiet. Okay, I get I it. I understand, yes, the first one that he did. Yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. But then, that's your only weapon? And you're, like, the leader now? You're second in command? But then, also, if you look at I understand taking that first shot with, with the arrow because you want to be quiet and take out the only ape with a gun. But yet... Immediately after he took him out, everybody else started firing their weapons. Yeah. So you could have just sniped him with a rifle and killed everybody else at the same time. I mean, I. Yeah. It's like they they tried to make they tried to make a part for this guy with the fucking crossbow. Like he's like you know I'll let me have something different. I want something. I want a crossbow. Yeah. I want be cool. I want a big ape named Donkey to carry my arrows for me. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that's it was kind of like why but I still thought it was like so now this gorilla is going to help the monkeys or the apes mm-hmm. and but really that's all you're going to do Caesar is still out in the middle because now all the guys hear the grenade and now they see Caesar so now they're all shooting at him and I he's know in the middle of nothing how did you help him besides shooting this one mm-hmm. guy with the crossbow and now how did you everybody now him? turns and now they're all firing at Caesar Meanwhile, the, the soldiers from the north are, are, are firing at those guys who I guess they don't really give a shit about. Obviously, their first thing is we need to kill unarmed apes <laughs> in the first place. And now, oh, there's Caesar. Let's kill Caesar. Let's not worry about all these other soldiers that have weapons, missiles, helicopters that are trying to kill us. Let's just go after this one. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't – I, I didn't understand. humans – must kill ape. And then the whole colonel, when they couldn't see him, I'm like, ooh, I bet he gets this. I bet he's got that disease. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when they show the doll, I'm like, oh, yeah. I was, yeah, he got it. Because it showed blood on that doll. Mm-hmm. And if I was Caesar, you know, he, you know, if he wants to shoot him, I'm like, why? This is his worst. If you actually want revenge, take his guns away and make him suffer his life like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he should have just kept the gun and should have just But then left. I guess his mercy was letting him kill himself. I'm like, just just, just leave. Mm-hmm. I know that you're better. But, I don't know. It's just, 
mean, you know he was about to die anyway. Because, you know, they were fighting and doing all that stuff. And I don't know. And, okay, going back to the <laughs> stronghold, all the monkeys get out. Nobody noticed, Does nobody keep an eye on the apes? Well, no, because remember they, they snagged the one guard who's supposed to keep watch of all the apes. But and, and keep patrol that makes sure nobody gets in. Right. The, the, the one guy, he got drugged down a hole and probably beaten to death. So that that's why. There's no, but there's no guards on the kids? I mean... They, no, we just need that one guy. We're not worried about the now, kids. Now they have all of these kids that... All these monkeys... Now they're going from cage to cage. It's like... Mm-hmm. I guess nobody cares. I guess they're locked up. They're good. It's like, yeah, nobody, nobody fucking realized that the apes were gone until the other army started, started, launch, started yeah. launching missiles and, and they were in the next like, cage going hey wait 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 what, 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 didn't we have a cage full of apes over here yeah what happened what's, what's, what's going on did some, and did, then you did see I the, not get the memo and then you see the baby apes who are crawling on the thing and no nobody fucking looks up sees anything they don't it was it was ridiculous yeah I, I am fucking speechless at how <laughs> dumb parts of this movie were uh huh and it's like, how stupid do you think we are watching this thing? Do you think we have the disease? <laughs> yeah. So Maybe. I. Well, cool. Well, I think that's, I mean, that's about yeah, anything I, else. I mean, you get the gist. Mm-hmm. It's just not our cup of, t- and cup that, of tea. And those seven helicopters should have lit up that fucking place. Oh, yeah. That, that whole place would have been leveled. Why didn't they just shoot a air or shoot a missile at that? I mean, they had tanks of gas or whatever, propane. And whatever. well, they, they were launching missiles, missiles after missiles were hitting things, and that base was not very big. No, that thing should have been. But yet, I kept Caesar waiting for Rose, more people that were inside, more soldiers that were inside to come out, but nobody did yeah, and then like Woody Harrelson was like bed. it's like this this was a weapon stronghold it's packed full of fucking weapons I didn't see any weapons yeah they had those little rocket launchers that they had set up for a while but it's like so you have how many you know rockets launched from helicopters out here but yet Caesar throws one grenade and the whole uh-huh. place blows up I the mean whole the whole place, place blows up yeah I Oh, well. Anyway. Okay. So, what do we do? Grade? Do, yes, grades first. Grades okay. first. So, I think I went first on rankings and grades last time on Spider-Man. Hey, so, I'll, you can I'll go. I'll go first. I'll go first. I'll give, I'll give this movie a D. And I don't give a shit what people think about it. Well. It's, it's a D. I would have watched this if it would have been on HBO. I wouldn't have rented this. I, I damn sure wouldn't have gone to the movies to see it. Because it's it's not my type of movie, but I would have watched it if it would have been on HBO or on on TV. Not saying I would have liked it, but I would have watched it that way, which is how I watched the other two. Well, I'm giving it an F because based on would I watch it on TV even? No, mm-hmm. because I haven't watched any of them. And <laughs> seeing it, it's it's definitely better than Transformers. And if you like this kind of stuff, it's a good movie. Uh, yeah, I, I would I, never I, watch I, it. If this is up people's alley, like I said earlier, 
I mean, just not my cup of tea. It's, it is not. It's not for me. It's not for me. And then we started getting into some of the crap at the end with the fight scenes and all this other stuff and where are the fucking guards and all this. And it really was starting to get me wound up. Yeah. It's like people can get swept away in the way it looks mm-hmm. and think that this is an awesome movie. But it's like if you think about the story and the plot line and the holes in it, then it starts kind of unraveling. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm giving it an F, and most of it is based on personal preference mm-hmm. because I wouldn't watch it if it was on TV because I have I have no inklings of wanting to see this movie, and I would never have seen it if we didn't do the podcast. Yeah, I would have seen it. It just would have been on HBO. Okay. You know, eight months down the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and seeing this, I still don't care about either of the other two movies. Number one, the first one has James James Franco as a geneticist or as whatever. smart guy. I'm yeah. like, that's, yeah. no. That's like Denise Richards as a, you know, chemical engineer or whatever <laughs> in James Bond. I'm like, this is never going to be believable. No. I don't care what you not. say. I, all I, when I see James Franco, all I think of Pineapple Express. Right. <laughs> That's I mean, it. yeah. If he's not in like that kind of role, I'm not buying it. I don't it. believe it. Yeah, I don't believe it's it. It's like the Spider-Man. I, I didn't buy it that when he was in there as the Osborne. Yeah. I, I didn't yeah. get it. Yeah. It's like, I like James Franco, but I like him in those Pineapple Express roles. That's what he's done to himself. And that's where I like him. I like him right there. He has nobody to blame but himself on this. So. Okie doke. So. Time for your ranks. Ranks. I'm going first? Yeah. Okay. My ranking at number 11. So we are just now past the halfway point of our 20 movies we're going to see this year. That we're going to talk about. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. At number 11 is... And most likely will always be there. <laughs> Transformers The Last Night. Okay. It is it is solid bottom. And from looking at what's on the list, I can't see it ever leaving. Okay. And number ten is Ghost in the Shell. Then number nine. Is my War for Planet of the Apes. Then number eight is Power Rangers. Seven, The Mummy. Six, Lego Batman. Five, Kong Skull Island. Four is Logan. Three is Guardians. Two is Spider-Man. And number one is Wonder Woman. That's my list. That's my list. Okay. Well, my list is number 11, Transformers The Last Night. (laughs) Number 10, Ghost in the Shell. Number 9 is War for the Planet of the Apes. Okay. So we had... We're putting it in the same place. Okay. So our our bottom three are, are the same. Yeah. Okay. Because my number eight, then, is now The Mummy. Mm-hmm. Number seven, Kong Skull Island. Six, Power Rangers. Five, Lego Batman. Four, Logan. 
three Guardians, two Spider-Man, and sitting pretty at number one is Wonder Woman. So we're pretty much the same place. Mm-hmm. I have it as an F, so it's the top of my Fs. Because, really, it's on the verge of a D, but because I will never see it on TV, I can't mm-hmm. I can't give it a D. Well, yes. I mean, if you but it's honestly say, I would never have watched this if it wouldn't have been for this podcast, then it's an F. Like, I hope our grades aren't confusing to, to people out there, but it's like, we're not giving it, like... For Rotten Tomatoes, like it's this movie's sitting at a ninety-five certified fresh, right? Which, okay, good job. But that's a thumbs up, thumbs down, and obviously more people are giving it the thumbs up on Rotten Tomatoes than are giving it the thumbs down. Mm-hmm. Our grades pretty much coincide with would we watch this in the theater? Yeah, like if we if we didn't have this show, how would we have preferred to have watched this? You would not have watched this thing at all. I would have watched it if it would have been on HBO. But I would not have rented it or gone to the movies to see it. Well, plus, like we say, this whole show is based on our stupid opinions. So our grades and our ranks are still just stupid opinions. So, hey, let us know what you think. Do you agree? Disagree? Do you think this was the best movie of the year? Or or do you think that it was just flying poop? (laughs) Well, cool. Well, anything to add? Anything else? Other than I, I'm, I'm pretty excited to uh, talk about the uh, season premiere of Game of Thrones later this week. Oh yeah! So this week our TV episodes we talk about are going to be episode five of Preacher and the season premiere of Game of Thrones. Mm. Can't wait! Cannot I haven't. I'm wait. watching. I'm watching Game of Thrones tonight. So I have been same here. I'm not watch. I haven't watched. Any, you know, like news this morning, you know, they're all talking about, I'm like, off, off, mm-hmm. not looking at Facebook. I want to go in clean. So, excited. So, <laughs> anyway, I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week. You can always find us online at ScreenBeansPodcast.com. You can also find us at Twitter at ScreenBeansPod. You might be seeing some posts from Comic-Con later this week. Um, also find us on Facebook. You can also, hopefully we'll be posting some photos of Mercedes at Comic-Con over there. Know where to find her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, as also, you can also find us, all of our podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, or wherever you can find us. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, think, you, you were doing okay. You were doing okay. And then you, I, I tell then, you, I'm, I've done this 55 times and I've messed up 55 times. <laughs> One of these days, maybe, maybe I'll get it right. Okay. Anyway, so like I said, don't forget, look for some uh, buttons at Comic-Con this weekend in San Antonio. San San Antonio. (laughs) Yeah, the big one in San Antonio. The big one in San Antonio. (laughs) San Diego. (laughs) Nobody's listening at this point anymore. They've turned it off. They've all checked out. So, hey, it doesn't matter. Yeah, they just tuned in to get our news and we didn't have any. Yeah. Eh, off. <laughs> our, our news is so strong. Yeah. <laughs> you can't find it anywhere else. <laughs> no, uh-uh, not at all. Not on Facebook two weeks ago. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> we'll be talking at you later this week on Game of Thrones and Preacher. So uh, we'll uh, talk to you then. Bye, guys. <laughs>